0: Hello and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you and joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Kieran. Hello. Brody. Hello. And James. Hello. James, to launch straight into it, I promise you that this is the only time I will mention it this episode, but I do want to start the show with a quick rapid-fire question, seeing as you hadn't seen the first episode of The Last of Us last week and we spoke about it. have you watched it now? Did you like it?
1: Um, I've watched the first two, so I thought the first episode was a... Really? Yeah. I'm
0: going week to week. No,
1: I thought... I I thought oh ew. no I thought the first (laughs) episode I mean obviously for clarity we got preview access yeah Yeah. I was gonna say I guess (laughs) watch all of them at once so I apologise but um yeah no I'm glad I watched the second one straight away because Uh. I did not like I thought the first episode was a bit like whatever but I really like the opening of the second episode um which I probably won't talk about I thought we're up to that publicly but maybe not um I just like seeing it. I guess alternate perspectives from different places at the same time, or the lead up to it's probably the the most spoiler free way of putting it. Um, yeah. The only thing I don't think I'm going to like ever, but maybe I'll warm to it is I don't like um, I don't like the choice for Ellie. I'm not really feeling it after one episode or
0: two oh, episodes. Okay. I
2: I had that feeling as well when it when it started out, but I, I definitely came around to
1: Bella Ramsey. Yeah, she just looks too like clean
0: like like is that the fault of the makeup department then they need a dirty no like
1: i don't know like like ellie looks like you can see she's lived man do you know like you can see she's seen things like in her face i don't know i feel i I feel like she's she's like weathered but in this it's like this like pristine little girl swearing at people and like i don't get the same energy as yeah, but maybe it gets different as time. Yeah, goes, it might. I, I wonder if it forget. will
0: change as it progresses. But I'm I'm glad to see that most people are like really up on it. And I've heard like the season gets better. So for people to be this high in the first episode fills me with excitement. But anyhow, that's it. That's my. Uh, Allotted of time of Last of Us fanboying. Um, let's get on with the rest of the show and discuss uh, some rather sad news. And that is Microsoft laying off 10,000 employees. Um, Admits the news that Microsoft will be cutting what is about 4.5% of its total workforce, uh, the job cuts are extended or reported to extend to Xbox Game Studio employees. Bloomberg reporting that layoffs have already begun to hit um, the likes of The Coalition, 343 Industries, and Bethesda Game Studios, which wasn't acquired all that long ago in 2020 2021. Um, Brody, firstly, what's your take on this situation at Microsoft? Is, is this the consequence of a looming economic downturn or kind of general mismanagement at Microsoft? Uh, well, look, it's a big question, and business savvy I
3: am not. So, uh, look, without knowing the absolute inner workings at Microsoft, it could be any number of things. It could be mismanagement and, like, you know, just an inflated budget that's blown out of control. It could be them making way for you know uh, Activision Blizzard people that they expect to be taking on soon because I think the layoffs are pretty much equivalent to what they would be taking on just about Um, or it could be just simply all these people in these particular departments have fulfilled their contracts and are no longer needed for the positions they're in maybe like they might be like art department people in a game where the art is done I'm not sure Like so uh, without knowing it it's hard to know but I don't know that it's necessarily something to be alarmed about. I guess time will tell on that front. Very curious about the three-four-three industries situation with uh, mm. Joseph Staten obviously leaving and going back to like the publishing side of things. But uh, I heard, yeah. I read things today about how they're being like installed now as like just like the ones to organize the franchise now, not necessarily develop it. Develop it. They're not going to be doing yeah, like, active if, development if, on it. It seems yeah, like they've been, so I
2: guess, like stepped down in a sense
3: yeah to almost like uh yeah overseers of the franchise so maybe uh that's going to become a situation where another developer is brought in to develop the games and they just sort of manage the project so that's a that's that's probably the most interesting thing to come out of all this for me but um yeah without obviously knowing the absolute inner workings it's probably not really appropriate to comment i guess
0: yeah karen do you think xbox should still be pursuing the acquisition acquisition of activision blizzard at this point uh,
2: I mean, I, I guess they're, um, I guess they're in too deep to really ch- change that at any point. Um, I'm, I'm sure that the decisions being made on that end and the decisions being made as far as like letting staff go are, are completely different realms. Um, but I mean, it doesn't, I, I guess it doesn't look good when they're, you know, sort of letting people go from their own teams and then trying to bring on more. But like Brady said, there's so many things that could be at, at play there. Um, and it could be yeah. far less insidious than it looks on the outside.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's worth noting that, like, of the 10,000 employees who laid off, like, it's not exclusively the game divisions that have been impacted, yeah. but the company as a whole. And, um, You know, I guess, like, I would think of Microsoft is doing pretty well with, you know, their operating system still very much the default and Office and stuff being what it is. But I have always, like, had this question of, I suppose, in games and extensive software, too, like, as we switch to subscription models and stuff, um, particularly in games where you get access to so many games, at seemingly a cheaper fee, like not spending 80 dollars a month on a game but 15 getting access to whole suite i wondered if that was going to have kind of larger ramifications for just the value in the business of video games um so that might be an entirely different conversation but james how did xbox turn or microsoft i suppose turn this situation around and i'm kind of mindful that riot also announced layoffs and ubisoft kind of seems particularly concerned at the moment is this a problematic time for game publishers? What do they do from here? Mm. Mmm. Fix it all, James. Answer. Give us the answer. Yeah. No, yeah I, I, you could get paid good money um, for this, so maybe don't disclose all your yeah, secrets. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: it's a trade secret. Nah. No, um, I don't know. Like I Like I know that there's shit, but I do feel like layouts happen everywhere. We we'll probably just notice it more. Um, yeah. you know, because of what we do. Or, like what we enjoy, um, which doesn't make them okay, but yeah, like like everyone else already said, there's probably way more to it. like contracts have probably ended. There's just a mix of things, there's redundancies. Um, in terms of games, though, um, I do think like so, this is like honing in on your Ubisoft example, I think it was very clear they wanted to get in on the battle royale um, thing, obviously yeah. when, with hyperscape, remember that. <laughs> yeah, um, barely yeah um i think x x defiant um or defiant x whatever the fuck that was i think that's still coming maybe that other ghost recon game like that they were really really trying to get that online service game that everybody would jump to um so really what i'm trying to say is it's all Fortnite's fault um at the end of the day <laughs> like but yeah i guess what, yeah everyone wants to have that game that everybody plays like for all gen you know um Yep. so like when I say everyone I mean like publishers. So I think in pursuit of that dream, they might have a lot like with Microsoft, I think they wanted to do that with Halo um, but they didn't have the team that was anywhere near experienced enough in that field to be successful. Um, yeah, it does suck. like I feel bad like I feel bad for the people who have been let off obviously. Um, but I in terms of how does Xbox turn around, They just have to release good games with what they have, I guess, like with the teams they have, and like we've talked about this many, many times before. You know the the troubles. I mean, the troubles with Halo were quite obvious, right? Like it took a year for the cop to come out um, after release, and it's just just the seasons have not really been up to scratch to other games that I've played with seasons. Um, Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking Mm. of releasing, that was like all my thoughts at once. Just shout out on to a microphone
0: just sorry I don't, there's no structure. you did a, you did a great job james um and yes yeah, speaking oh, about good games and the need to make good games we really do hope that rocksteady can continue to do so but a leaked image of suicide squad did cause a bit of concern this week with features like a battle pass and an in-game store being seen in the screenshot um all but confirming that this will be another game in the warner brothers staple with an eye firmly towards post-launch monetization everyone's favorite words um brody to come back to you and start here how as a sort of resident dc fan how are you feeling about this news
3: um i don't like not terribly surprised i feel like this was all some stuff that we knew like whether although it hadn't been like officially confirmed it was all very much rumored that this was going to be games as a service um i'm kind of not to phase by it because by the sounds of it and I think some clarifications that have happened since like they've said it's all like costume stuff cosmetic stuff that's not really going to affect the larger part of the game and that's always been my stance with like battle passes and shit like that like as long as it doesn't ultimately affect Uh, your ability to have an even playing field even though this is not necessarily a competitive game but even to like level out ahead of your teammates and stuff like that like if it's all going to be fairly level then I don't see the drama in being able to unlock a few more costumes for King Shark or uh, you know Captain Boomerang or something like that so yeah it doesn't affect me too much like I'm I'm a bit of a sucker for a battle pass like I've have bought every battle pass there's been for Marvel Snap so far and I will continue to do so uh, as long as they keep Ultimately, as long as it's backed up by good gameplay, which is the one thing I do back Rock City to do. So, because uh, I don't think ultimately, because I know we'll draw comparisons to Gotham Knights as we go with this, but um, I don't think the live service aspect of Gotham Knights and the drop-in, drop-out of that was the part people didn't like about that game necessarily. I think there was yeah. much worse things
0: at play there. So, uh, yeah, in this sense, I'm not two phased. And, and admittedly, like I think another comparison... Um we could make is to the Avengers game as well. Yeah. Um, Which, which I kind of hope they can still, I I really enjoyed the single player story and that element to Avengers. It was like the post game that I think it kind of fell apart and just lacked any sort of replayability. Um, I sort of hope Rocksteady can kind of find to like nail both elements to that, that, uh, Mm -hmm. that equation, I guess. Um, That's certainly thinking, when it is comes that, to single player I don't want anything to kind of get in the way of that
3: yeah it's, it's weird to think that this game's like what four months away and we really don't know much about it like is no. it just a single player game or are there going to be war room like things that Avengers have tried to do seen gameplay yeah they've been gameplay trailers I think right, right. tiny yeah.
2: tiny snippets I don't think there's yeah. been anything like that so, shows like, how it actually yeah. plays in the moment yeah. to moment
3: so whether yeah. there is going to be you know similar level grinds and shit like you had in
0: uh avengers or not like i guess we'll have to wait and see on that stuff but yeah yeah Mm. karen i don't know what your expectations were for this game but do you think rocksteady have the capacity to kind of execute live service as it should be done
2: uh yeah i guess so like i mean rocksteady made what like two good batman games so hey 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 hey
3: hey arkham knight was Um, fine
2: uh anyway, um mm. yeah, mm. I, I think the fine. I think the only <laughs> I think what Brody said was, was true. Like if it is just cosmetic stuff, if it is just, you know, the cream on top of the rest of the game, then that's fine. I think where like where people get concerned, or at least where I get concerned, is like if they if they had these elements, you know, imposed on them from, say, Warner Brothers from the beginning, how much of the game was designed around that that matter, you know, how much of the game how much of the single player game especially or the single player experience is going to be impacted by like the grind for for new costumes and stuff or or designed around yeah. it so i think I, I i guess it'll all be answered when we do eventually see exactly what the game is
0: i love how we always call out me when i say weird stuff but the cream on top rather than the cherry on top i just <laughs> we're gonna let that slide <laughs> i don't It's I don't like, like, like icing on
1: a cake i reckon it's fine Oh
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm
2: okay with it. That's that's the same thing, like, though. No, no, there's that. No, yeah, but there's. Would you? There's, I, would you rather? I said the cream was on top or inside.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just oh, just wipe it well. under the table and move on, Yuen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I really the cream. that one. Um, James, we did mention Gotham Knights, Avengers. What sort of lessons do you think Rocksteady can take from those games, and hopefully avoid slash rectify with uh, Suicide Squad? First of all, I don't think Gotham Knights and Avengers
1: are the same. I think they were a very different games, personally. Sure, but um, yeah, but it's, it's kind funny because it? like, I feel like games though. When I guess. yeah, but like Avengers was clearly going for that like Destiny audience. I feel like Gotham Knights isn't at all, but um... Yeah. which is probably one of the biggest misconceptions about it. Which is funny because like we thought this about Gotham Knights, but then it turns out Suicide Squad was the one we probably should have been worried about. Um, but, (laughs) but like, I think it'll be fine. Um, I think that this is why sometimes developers don't want to show off too much stuff too early because like certain people have made rash decisions off one screenshot with two words on it, you know, like, battle pass, like, it's such a dirty word now, um, yeah, but I understand the concern, like, given what Rocksteady's done, um, but I think they could do it with the Warner Brothers money, like, I feel like Multiverses, even though it's a schmuzzle, it still has a steady stream of content coming, and I'm assuming that's also Warner Brothers money, so... What was your question? I can't even remember. No, what lessons you, can we learn? You, I um, think you addressed yeah, what, it. you've addressed it. Got, you've got faith. Um, what lessons that's can it. we learn? Um, yeah, just make sure there's good gameplay and that we don't have um, unnecessary grinding, I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: People just yeah. should not be scared to release a 12 to 20 hour game. Like, that's why I think that's we're. Like, I don't, I'm really hoping that we're getting to a point. Um,
0: where that will be okay again but like I like that needs to be normalized again I feel yeah thinking back to my biggest grievance of Anthem like that game insisted on introducing you to the live service elements like as you were trying to get through the story and it really bogged Mm -hmm. down and broke the pace of that game and if if we could just avoid that that would be great um I feel like Anthem's um,
1: unique in that like the gameplay was really good like it was really solid But the lives like everything stuff they asked you to was, do. The, was so shit yeah, <laughs> yeah Like Yeah
0: Whereas all the other games it Seems the opposite But yeah Kind of a missed opportunity really Otherwise like the Mechanics mm-hmm. were very very strong um, Okay I'm going to propose A slight like, change to the show structure here Because Brody's got a hard out In 10 minutes So I reckon no, no, we launch Straight into on. what the week Press on Press on You man. reckon? Press on. It's all okay. good Yeah all keep right. going. This All right, look, we'll do the this, next we'll topics, then, What the Wiki. Uh, we'll topic number three, then. PlayStation's full PSVR 2 launch lineup has been confirmed. They added 13 games um, into the launch window, uh, including the likes of Synth Riders, Thumper, Res Infinite, Tetris Effect, and What the Bat. Um, worth noting, both Res Infinite and Tetris Effect were popular PSVR 1 games, um, but have been updated to use the eye tracking and haptic feedback um, from the controllers and the new headset. Um, Brody first to you keeping with our order what do you what do you yeah. rate this lineup as uh yeah pretty pretty good i think um i'm actually
3: like i said this to kieran in the pre-show i wasted all my good stuff in our little chat that we had um but if you had told me <laughs> two months ago or whatever that this this uh, thing would have like 30 to 40 games at launch like i would have been pretty happy with that um <clears throat> yeah. granted a lot of them are ones that we have been exposed to before like you've got um you know thumper coming back tetris effect and uh like things like res even i think beat saber is coming but it's not on the list it's probably not a launch game but it's coming job simulator moss but the good thing is is that all these games are fucking bangers like they're all great games so like you've got a really good foundation of games there that you can go back to but then you've also got like like really exciting games that's coming like Switchback, that i'm really keen for and then obviously the big one which is um uh, call of the mountains so uh look i think it's a great lineup it's uh there's definitely a little bit of something for everyone and i'm particularly keen for what the bat because i was a big what the golf fan i uh, played the shit out of that on apple arcade so uh yeah yeah it's very keen. good
0: mm. it sounds like you're plenty to be excited about then i'm i'm very happy for you because it's a considerable investment picking up one of these new headsets um kieran do you think there's sufficient games there to keep yourself entertained keep people in general entertained
2: yeah, definitely. I think I think there's a really good like diverse mix. I think there's like like Brady said, a lot of a lot of bangers from like the last generation of VR, um, and then some some big marquee titles. It's cool as well to see like some experiences that were maybe like hampered a little bit on the previous generation of PlayStation VR, and even like the standalone headsets, like the Quest Two, um, getting like the full fat experience now. Like Grand Turismo Seven is obviously going to be like the full version of the game, apart from split screen. Yeah. Whereas that was like very very limited on the PlayStation VR with the last game, and then something like No Man's Sky, which you know doesn't run or look particularly good on the current PlayStation VR, I imagine that's going to look much better and, and perform much better now. So, um, yeah. it's it's good. Like there's there's new stuff, there's there's old stuff, there's stuff that's going to be better than it was before. I think it's I think it's a good mix.
0: Yeah, it's certainly. Um seeing some of the gameplay of the games announced today, even some um, that I hadn't heard of previously. I don't know if they've been released prior, but the last Clockwinder, like that looked quite interesting. And certainly Mm. like this sort of time early into a product's lifecycle is a good opportunity for kind of new developers and stuff to kind of spotlight some of their, uh, their talent and and for players to kind of give something new a go, I guess. Um, James, I'm curious to ask you though, uh, what sort of regularity do you foresee us getting kind of like big kind of triple A sort of VR releases? Something like Horizon, Resident Evil, so the elk. Mm. Elk. <laughs>
1: elk. Not elk.
0: Elk. elk. Res- Resident ah, Evil's favorite. elk. <laughs> My favourite
1: <laughs> forest animal, the elk. Um, no, so... I don't know. I, I was going to say, like, I think this is a really good line. Uh, don't change it I should, in the document it's now.
2: Too, it's too
0: <laughs> late. It's too late, Ewan. It's gone. This, you can't cut that. This isn't one... This isn't me just fudging words. I always thought it was Elk. I'm blurred something new Oh, my new God, today. it's Elk.
1: Where um, are we? You can take that Anyway, yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I hope there's more. I don't really know um, who's making what at the moment. I know, obviously, I think Horizon's made by a separate team, yeah, like a team just for... Who just yeah, does so, VR? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So like, I feel like if they've finished a game, if they if they could be maybe like Sony's AAA VR team, like that would be a cool thing, you know? Mm. Um, mm. If they have that kind of coming, but yeah, I think as long as there's like consistent and it doesn't get left behind by any, um, you know, like a game comes out on Oculus and it's missing on VR or vice versa, um,
3: should be good. I'm surprised they didn't yeah. get an Astrobot game out for this. At least like some sort yeah. of experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's on the way. Yeah, hopefully. I feel or maybe, or that could like, be a good Maybe uh, I was Next about release. to say maybe
1: we're we're getting an Ape Escape game. No gosh. Shen awakening he just right <laughs> he just wet his panties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe they want to give that brand some space. You know? Yeah. Everyone's scared. Yeah, <laughs> mm.
0: yeah. Don't don't release alongside Ape Escape. Um all right. I've got a rapid fire question for you all. The Simpsons hit and run soundtrack has quietly come to streaming services this week. Do we get a remake announcement this year? Kieran? No. Brody. Oh. I didn't hear Kieran. Uh, Did we lose Brody? No, no, I'm here. Uh, look, sure. <laughs> oh, no, he's Why not?
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, can you hear me?
0: We can. Yeah. Yeah. through.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I want to say yes with an asterisk. I've got caveats, but I can't go into it because it's rapid fire.
0: Rapid fire, okay. Uh, James.
3: No. No.
0: Licensing
1: nightmare, I reckon.
0: Yeah. I want to say yes. I want to be optimistic. All right. That means it is time for What the Wiki, the Press Start podcast game show where the previous week's winner winner, reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game and we the contestants must guess the game. A point is awarded for each correct guess and the round ends after one person scores two points. Brody is currently in first place on three points, having appeared on the show twice. I am on two points, again with two appearances. Do I read the appearances every time or are we just stat keeping at that point? We're stat keeping at that We're point. We're stat I think. keeping. Okay. Yeah. Um, Shannon and James are tied for a point apiece, and Kieran yet to guess, be the first to guess a game with Nilpois. Uh, as last week's winner, Brody is today's host. Take it away, Brody. Yeah. Just before we start, y'all talking shit about Arkham
3: Knight, by the way. That game's 87 <laughs> on Metacritic. It was fine. Yeah, like, it was fine, James.
1: It's always like people give Spider-Man tanks, but like, over time, things change, you know? Uh. Cool.
3: Yeah. No, I don't know that they do. I don't know that they do. <laughs> as, as in standards go backwards, like Goldeneye is like a six today. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Stand- yeah, definitely. It was, definitely it was a
1: more change. of a. It was definitely a personal attack. We didn't. I chose to ignore it. But anyway.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't. Uh, so you brought yeah. you back down. What what, 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 what? what? did you give the Master Chief collection again? Doesn't matter. There's no. <laughs> All <right. history>. uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Let's begin. Uh-uh. This game received critical acclaim for the Windows version with critics Wasn't praising You and the game sorry. for a... <laughs> Hello. Is this Minecraft? Absolutely not. Uh with critics praising the game, James? No, I laughed, sorry. Oh, <laughs> with the, with, the, with the critics praising the game for its complex narrative and realism, while the PlayStation 2 and Xbox versions both received oh. mixed reviews. A sequel by 2K Check was re- uh, released in August 2010 and a third game in 2016. A remake Kieran. of the game... or oh, Kieran. Is it Mafia? It is Mafia. Well, well done. No. Kieran.
0: Kieran enters
3: the oh, oh, scoring. All these games are random, by the way. No, Kieran had one point, I'm sure. No, Did he didn't. I read it out. No, I didn't. Oh, sh- what, l- what a loser. All right. <laughs> Kieran, <laughs> well, not anymore. Kieran on one... Kieran, yeah, and loser no more. Well done. Uh, Kieran, on one point, <laughs> onto the second game. Uh, okay. Upon its worldwide release... Sorry, that was awful. Worldwide <laughs> release in February... Sorry, I struggle with words of that elk. Uh, <laughs> upon its worldwide release in February 2013, uh, the game was well-received by critics, being praised for its sophisticated cutting system. Its use of the... Uh, Kieran, siri- James... Oh! Oh no! I oh no! I think that was Kieran first.
2: Yeah, it was. Was it Metal Gear Rising Revengeance?
3: It Bruh. is. Damn! It is Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. He's Clean gone and swept it. I, I even put that in second because I thought it would be a James win. So I was trying to like keep
0: the points even, but oh. Kieran's just gone bang. That's I nasty. feel like I'm sorry. Kieran came out with a point to prove today. Like like just- Jesse J, he's he's <laughs> gone
3: bang bag. bang into the room. Ooh. <laughs>
0: Did you write these down before? What was <laughs> yeah, this? I'm just referring yeah. to my. He's got a joke book. You've been workshopping new material. This is unreal. Yeah,
3: how'd I go? How'd I go?
0: <laughs> wow. Well, with that, let's bring an end to what was this week's very punchy episode of the Press Start podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press.au and visit the site at PressDart.com.au. We've been joined today by Brody uh thanks you can
3: follow me on most things at Brody underscore dg got a atomic heart preview up on the site which you may or may not have seen we also did a uh a truncated gameplay preview with the uh the four of us who are there on the day so go have a look at that that's a first for us so if you like it
0: tell us and we'll do some more uh yeah hopefully we have another similar one coming out later next week but true that's true. all going to plan look out for that uh also joining us today was James. Hello, i um, on Twitter, it's at Jams,
1: A-T-J-A-M-Z. Hit me up for something, I don't know what, <laughs> I'll work it
0: out. <laughs> Bagging the points and rocking a cool gorilla's hat in tandem with me today, it was Kieran.
2: I just want to point out that I was wearing this first, I'm not in tandem with you, yeah. you're in tandem with me.
0: <laughs>
2: Fair. Yeah. Uh, I'm you're on, leading I'm on the bike,
0: I'm at the back.
2: <laughs> yes. Wow. I'm the, fr- I'm the front of this train that we're riding. Um... <laughs> You're the power front. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at H-A-S-H underscore B-R-A-U-N.
0: And I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. 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 Yeah.